everyone and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas with you. And uh, this evening, I'm drinking a little combo. Drinking a little Topo Chico to stay hydrated. Uh, and a uh, nice little Guayabera Citra Pale Ale from Cigar City, because I think this is the last one I have in the fridge. And i got to make room for some Hop Slam. So, <clears throat> that's what I'm doing. And if you can't already tell, I've got some wicked allergies going on. So my nose is very clogged Cedar. up. No, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, it's borderline miserable, not going to lie. So we're going to try to get through this as painless as possible. And I keep getting random window non-responses on my computer. So hopefully this all goes smoothly this evening. <laughs> I can hear y'all and it's recording, so... Should be good to go. Uh, and speaking of y'all, I'm joined by Frank and Vellum this evening. Um, and before we pass it around the horn, I just wanted to... I, I captured a little bit from uh, the State of the Union. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that I played this so that you guys heard that we got a little call out. Please listen to No Be Here Left Behind. And this son of a bitch, Frank, is a very bad host. I mean, the worst. And it was not a pleasant experience. Listening to Frank, the worst I've ever seen. Very bad host. Can you imagine being a hostage? The pain of listening to Frank. Day after day. Frank must be eliminated from the radio. Frank is the absolute worst I know. Because I am very famous, very big. Please listen to No Be Here, Left Behind. I mean, we got a full-on shout-out. He obviously listens. He knew how bad Frank was. <laughs> it was a little, I mean, in true Donald Trump fashion, overkill deluxe, right? Like uh, beating yeah. a dead horse until there's nothing left of it. Well, and then randomly telling you that <clears throat> he's very famous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I understand I might not be the favorite host, but... I try. It just was unnecessary, and I feel a little bit more attached to the Me Too movement after that clip. I don't think that's what you should have gotten from it, but <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Verbally assaulted for no reason, other than trying to do my best. That's just all I do when I show up here. Yeah, just try harder. It's the only thing we oh, can do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe so. I'll try less. Maybe maybe this is a, a like a case of. Trying less is actually doing more, right? Uh, sure, we'll go with that. That's a possibility. Man, those allergies got you sounding pretty bad, man. Yeah, sorry. It's I basically have no air passing through my nose, so sound like I really need to be talking to Derek tonight. <laughs> Alright, so are you actually drinking beer this evening, or are you drinking a nice floral arrangement out of uh, southeastern Asia that is going to be really blossoming hugely in the rocks of the Pacific. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a uh, gin blossom liqueur. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm having Modelo. <laughs> Fair. Southeast Asian-ish. Cerveza. 
That's it's good. That seems that seems accurate. I have no questions, no follow ups on uh, anything that you just said. So we're good. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Just Modelo. And other than that, I mean, you're really dealing with <clears throat> pretty. A pretty interesting night. I mean, I, George Bush could really haul out the most, how would I put it, the most injured Americans, right? Like, he really had a way of digging up people that had some, uh, I don't know, unfortunate circumstances and unfortunate events happen in their lives. Donald Trump has one-upped him massively. Just do yourself a favor. Listen to the speech. I don't think there is a an ailment that hasn't been introduced tonight um, in the chamber, which is fine. I mean, I feel bad for every one of those people. It's just sort of a uh, playing to people's. Uh, is he tugging kind on of heartstrings? Yeah, tug on them heartstrings. Yeah. That's good. He is. That's what we strive for. Yeah, he he always starts with like and. X, Y, and Z saved this person and had their leg blown off. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why Bitcoin needs to be our new currency. And you're like, I don't really get Okay, fine. (laughs) We'll stand up. All right. That's fine. To the guy who had his leg blown off, not the Bitcoin, but I can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. Well, I... uh... I did not watch anything. Uh, I guess that makes me a, an American, so that's good. Um, you know, okay, so what was your principle on not watching? You just well, let's, like Donald Trump? Well, no, let's get into that after we hear from Willem. How's that? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you. Willem in Tulsa, how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. I figured we'd get to you before the 30-minute mark, you know, like the good old days. Hey, <laughs> all right. But no, it's the opposite. What do you mean? What? It would take about 30 minutes. Until. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to try to not have that happen. Anyway. Oh, word, word. Yeah. My, my talkie, my talkie-talkie, not-so-goody-goody. What, uh, what are you drinking on this evening as you uh, marinate your pork butt? Uh, the New Belgium Citradelic Tangerine oh. IPA. Fair, fair. What do you think of that beer? I think it's about six percent alcohol by volume. No. You think it gets <laughs> no, the job done? Uh, no, it's it's delicious. I think that's a very good summer drinker, honestly, and that's kind of what I'm hunting for right now. So, with all that summer it's weather like y'all are getting, huh? No, but you know, you kind of feel them out now, like in anticipation for summer. I don't know, that's what I do. Okay, fair. Like, that's gonna be my summer beer. <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to be like 40 degrees in Oklahoma this weekend. <laughs> oh, it is supposed to be 70 tomorrow. I'm actually smoking a pork butt, like you mentioned there. So <laughs> You smoke that pork butt, villain. You smoke it good. Okay, thank you for bearing with us with that uh, little bit of technical difficulty. Apparently, my computer is also suffering some from some severe allergies, and it's uh, a bit of an issue. So, with all that said... Where we left off was Willem uh, talking about his smoked pork butt, and I believe I made the comment, you smoked that pork butt, Willem, and then there was no response, so it got real, real weird. <laughs> so, hey, Honestly, maybe that's just where we should have left it. That was the end of that cast, because that joke was just... Bad. <laughs> fucking bad. It, it just... Fool this man! <laughs> and it just ends... 
Yeah. I understand that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm making some carnitas. <laughs> and uh, it involves smoking. Well, the way I'm doing it involves smoking, obviously, because I love smoking meat when it's warm out. And uh, so, yeah, got a pork butt and I'm marinating it now and smoking it tomorrow. It's going to be dank. Also, <laughs> I don't know if dank is the right term to use to describe that, but. We'll get it. <laughs> it's going to be moist. It'll be moist. Okay. Dank, moist, you know, whatever. Uh, and, I'm, oh, I made a new coffee table for the porch out of some pallets. So I'll be trying that out tomorrow because it'll be beautiful out. Well, that's good. Maybe. You're going to be trying that Let's out. Let's check it in with Bill. <laughs> trying it out, which means, which means trying right. out a coffee table. Is, does it hold this up? And it does. Tried and true. Good. Actually, Villain normally does a full square dance on every coffee table he builds. Just that's solo. my guarantee. Villain it's a solo square yeah. dance guarantee. <laughs> it's the solo person square dance guarantee. Because it's not large enough for a whole group. Um, but it's always, hey, it can stand up to one person getting on and square dancing. Maybe a little two-stepping if you're precise. Um but yeah, other than that, uh, USA, Brian. USA, USA. Cool, 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 cool. Well, so we're all very American tonight. I, I think we're American every night. I don't know if, if you've heard this cast before. We're super Brian, American. There's, there's this thing called chain migration, okay? And no, I don't I th- know that everybody's American anymore. Chain okay? migration? I th- isn't that Bitcoin? Isn't that what got us into Bitcoin? <laughs> That's what I thought. It's the blockchain migration, and that's just one of the things that Bitcoin never talks about, right? They, Very they few people shy know that. away from this controversial chain migration topic. Not a lot of people know about that. No, they don't. Maybe they should find out. Maybe they should find out about how chain migration relates back to the Holocaust. No, God, no. Maybe that's going to be the guest. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> So your your uh, overall thoughts of the wonderful oh 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 we you were gonna ask me why I didn't watch the State of the Union address tonight so go ahead go ahead and yeah ask, and, ask and me. as you can probably maybe kind of slightly hear I am still people are still listening to the State of the Union in my living room so I don't know how much the speaker is picking up but well the speaker um, doesn't still, pick up anything the microphone however. It might. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. oh right. sick recording burn. <laughs> well, regardless, if the microphone is picking up any of it, I'm sorry. Um, but I do have limited space to actually like record. Um, outside of that, Brian, you did say you're not listening slash watching tonight. What's your reasoning? I have a kid. <laughs> and I'd much rather be playing with her. <laughs> And That's fair. Like hanging out with her than watching a seventy-year-old man. But I'm actually in the same boat as Brian. I've not watched either. Like I, when Villem hopped on, I was watching it on YouTube, but like it, it was just to see what was happening and make sure that he wasn't yeah. giving the middle finger to the entire left side of the aisle and like I don't know grabbing. You know, his he nutsack. sort of did do that. He sort of did do that. So he he started off. I'll give you a quick summation. Um. I am, oh man, I am so mad right now. Sorry, I just got triggered on Facebook, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna close it. Um, so uh, he started off the speech by 
uh, declaring that um, America has never seen moments like this before. He's the greatest, right? Like every very predictable. Um, prior to that, he spent about 10 minutes clapping for himself. That's an exaggeration. It was about three to four minutes of him clapping while people clap for him. You know how everybody goes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Not once did he say thank you. Not, not once did he say thank you, sit down, please sit down, please take your seats, right? Not once. He just reveled in it, just reveled in it. He handed Paul Ryan a copy of the speech, then proceeded to put the copy of Mike Pence's speech on the table. It's like, Mike, you can pick that up. You're perfectly capable of picking it up. Um, so that was kind of hilarious to start with. Then he kind of rambled on for 20 to 30 minutes about accomplishments that were about 10% his, 90% Obama's. So it's like Obama hit the triple and he, you know, came in as a pinch runner and didn't steal home. But, you know, the economy kept batting singles and eventually he crossed the plate. Um so it, it's kind of like, okay, fine. Yeah, those are all fairly true statements outside of the black unemployment thing. And um, while true, you take a lot of credit for it, which you've actually done very little to improve, improve black unemployment. But it's neither here nor there. Um, then he went into sort of like Trump campaign mode, and it kicked into like, um, there's this person with a broken back because of X, Y, and Z calamity during their service. And isn't that just the greatest person? And there's another person who almost drowned rescuing people as a swift water rescue operator for the Navy. And isn't that just a great person? And like, I, I don't think I've ever seen so many guests called out in one state of the union ever. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he, he, he really exceeded his allotment of tickets. Um, oh, the tickets that were misspelled? <clears throat> yeah. Then his, his, his sort of third uh, stanza of this four-part play had oh. a, uh, a significant amount of racial uh, inaccuracies in it, one being that he sort of related illegal immigration to MS-13 in a very direct way, which is um, – everybody knows is very insulting um, – not all illegal immigrants are gangsters. Actually, very not all, few of them. Not all immigrants are illegal either. Yeah, and not all immigrants. Exactly. But he made this like into a illegal immigrants, and that's why we need immigration reform. So he, he grouped in like the small segment into a much larger picture. It was just insulting. But it, it, it kind of went downhill after that. It, it went to... Um, kind of we need prison reform but then we also need to be hard on drugs uh we need pharmaceutical drug reform but we also need to um make sure that we protect our ip rights which a lot of people know that the reason pharmaceuticals are so expensive in america is because of ip rights internet service uh, providers like or what, what no intellectual property <laughs> rights but it, it, you know like internet so protocol just, it was it was for okay, here, here's here's my kind of overall take, right? I kind of gave you a rundown. My take is for a prepared speech that was all over the place and really had no policy in it. I'm not I'm not certain why they were touting this as like a reset. Um, 
Because I feel like Bush, Obama, Clinton, when they gave State of the Unions, it was very much in like the greatness of the union, the um, sort of things that we can work on together. We didn't throw people under the bus, right? Um, There was a lot of under the bus throwing here. And he directly at points like commanded the the Democratic side of the aisle to stand up. Um, with his hand, which was very weird. It was just weird. Um, so you mean I, to tell me that no one... Parts of it. Oh, go ahead. No, I said I agreed with parts of it, but it, they were few. Um, pharmaceutical drugs need to be reformed for sure. Um, but it, it, to be honest, there wasn't a lot of policy to agree or disagree with. That was my kind of take. It was, it was a victory parade of weird kind, like... Proportional. I don't know. It was. It was weird. Here's the like, question there was on a America's weird part of that speech on America's mind right now. The question is: Did he bring up the electoral college? No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. Good. So well, he, he he all all he did was tout um, accomplishments. So the stock market, right? And ironically, he touts the stock market. He touts unemployment. He touts these economic figures that Obama didn't get credit for because everybody said they were made up fake. The stock market isn't the real economy. Unemployment, that's not even the real rate, right? Like, I'm willing to recognize the economy since Trump's been president has done well. Like, it's done just as well as it did during Obama's tenure. And quite frankly, we're running out of steam. That is just – you can't maintain this. This is either a a statistical anomaly that will run us the next four years – or it's going to come back to sort of your, your your normal expectations of an economy, and we're going to have a recession before Trump's out of office. And that's okay, too. That is how business cycles work. But um, he touted all these economic figures, didn't credit Obama with any of it. It was like, I came in and all this happened. Black unemployment's the lowest ever. Well, it was the lowest ever when Obama left office, so good. Um the stock market said twenty six thousand. Yep, and it was at nineteen thousand when Obama left office. And like it's, uh, it was that that part of the speech was just really um, annoying. But whatever, take the victory lap. I don't really care. Mueller's gonna fucking can your ass anyways. Doesn't matter. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Well, <clears throat> I, uh, I I I will enjoy the next four weeks of everyone talking about the microcosms that, that happened on camera tonight. And the, uh, I'm telling you it might last a day, dude. Like that memo is about to, I think the memo in part exists because they want to see the feedback to the state of the union. And if the feedback's like, eh, they're just gonna be accused like, the fucking memo and the DOJ and the FBI is just full of crap and da 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 and then we're on to the next topic like the State of the Union never happened. The the memo that uh was written up by a person who was had to step down from his uh post because in he the was administration. in the administration <laughs> because he was compromised by Russian intelligence <laughs> and yeah. also being I'm a s- dipshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I I know that was a big rant, but that's sort of the State of the Union in a nutshell tonight. I know not – well, neither of the people watch. uh, Parker, who just joined us – Parker, you did watch the State of the Union, right? 
Uh, I watched about 45 minutes of it. Um, okay. Was anything around. that I said, like, unfairly inaccurate? Like, it, it felt a bit rambly and discombobulated at times to me. We have no idea what that sounds like here on Nobody Left Behind. No idea. Yeah, for yeah. a prepared speech, at least. Well, <laughs> for the prepared speech, and it was funny. I don't know if you heard at the end just now. Commentators, announcers, whatever the hell you want to call them, the play-by-plays uh, were like, and you know they were talking about him usually ad-libbing on speeches, and we all know that. Um, but they were like, and he did ad-lib quite a bit, but actually kept it together tonight because we were reading along with the prepared speech, and it was mainly full of adjectives and adverbs. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking. It was it was pretty hilarious because. I'm sure that speech is just riddled with adjectives and spelling errors. And yeah, and that too. What do those red well, wavy like, lines mean? Yeah. Emphasis. There were some supposedly's in there. <laughs> I I did hear him say uh, when he was talking about uh, the opioid epidemic or uh, sorry epidemic. Um, when he said and drug addictions. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's, listen, listen, Parker, that's just New York speak, okay? It's just New York speak. Do you think they went with the super Everything grip poly... Up, sorry, sorry, Brian, what'd you say? I said, do you think they went with the extra strength uh, polygrip tonight to keep his teeth in place so he could talk Probably. the entire time? I think so. That's important. Um, what, was up with the, what was up with the North North Korean? I just walked in, like, I just put my daughter to bed, and so I just walked in, and I see just some... North America or North American cheese. Some North Korean guy holding crutches. Was that? Oh, I I'm not sure. That, that might have oh, been the that soldier, the, the soldier that who infected. yeah who ran across the DMZ and got shot. <laughs> might have been him. He was like so, so fist bumping his uh, crutches in the air. I was like, it doesn't appear that you really need those that much. Just standing with that <laughs> it was just strange. I mean, so, kudos to him. That you know that did uh, that raised the. Left side of the aisle as well, you know. So there were several times throughout the night that everybody did stand, you know, on these like middle of the road arguments where where everybody agrees with, and not I shouldn't say arguments, but just standpoints like the the pharmaceutical side of things being just completely effed up and needing reform. Yeah. Um, the North Korea and, and what was another one of the ones that got everybody in the house on their feet. Um. But Paul Ryan is such an ass clown. Like Paul Ryan. <laughs> yeah. He's just, I just don't like him. I and okay, so how many times I I wanted to watch the whole thing and count with a little like clicker like the dudes the bouncers use at the door of a club, but how many times did they stand up and sit back and down sit back down? I mean, it looked like a Catholic mass in that place tonight. It was, and I mean, but it always looks like that. And I mean, <clears throat> to be to be honest, like he started, um, he started very middle of the road. Like it, it was a good, like beginning to the State of the Union. And then I don't know. I I feel like maybe Stephen Miller wrote the speech because it it went down. No a shit. No very, shit. He wrote the speech. Like it was like a one sided message to a very tailored audience, right? Um, 
who vote based on emotion and th- there's there's nothing wrong with that but people need to recognize that that's what it was right it's like when you throw ms13 out there for illegal immigration you're like okay ms13 is a gang of like what even if it's a hundred thousand people it's a tiny gang like this isn't we're not talking about um, the next coming of, of, of an invasion to America. But like when he speaks about it, he does it in such a way that it just appeals to people's emotions so deeply um, and unfairly, quite frankly, because I felt really bad for the family. Half the, half the people that he exploited for his point tonight seemed like they were having a real like tough time in life and then had to come to the State of the Union. <laughs> like, like it the, was not like the welder. Like the welder. <laughs> like, you could tell he was just felt awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, and, you know, good for him if, like, what, you know, whatever, that's a true story. And he got, he got a raise. That's great. Everybody deserves raises. I'm not going to argue against raises. But yeah. I wonder how they find those people, you know? I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like. <laughs> But have you seen – do you recall this uh, State of the Union with this many guest shout-outs? No. No. This is my – Are you saying – Are you saying that – tripled it. Are you saying that Trump's State of the Union was like a uh, DJ Khaled mixtape? It was. It was. Dude, there it was Even complete with We the Best over and over again. There was about a 10 to 15-minute period in there where he did nothing but say – this tragedy happened, and this person was a part of it. And this tragedy happened, and this person was a part of it. That was very awkward. Donald Trump featuring little Korean man who defected and welder guy from somewhere in middle America who got a $2,000 raise. And yeah. <laughs> dude, they got shot at a baseball game. Yeah. Oh, he did call him out, and Scalise couldn't help but, like, stand up and clap for himself. And, hey, yeah, remember that time? And remember that time? He was, like, pointing to the crowd and giving hugs. He was sort of, I think he dabbed at one point. (laughs) None of that happened. (laughs) (laughs) It's too funny. It really, but hey, enough of the State of the Union. It was as middle of the extreme road as you can expect. Listen to it tomorrow. Uh, wait for some fact checking to come out. Um, I bet the fact checkers will have a field day with it because there was a lot of um, extensions of the truth. And yeah, but I there mean, always are, though. There um, always are. I, I don't, I don't take uh, these. There always research. are when that man is talking. Well, yeah, that's. He don't make it sound. Don't make it fire. sound like fucking every president before has been. Saying that MS-13 is going to be the next gang to come rolling through your town and rip the blood from your loved one's loins or whatever. So that's pretty much I'm what he said. I'm sure what was said tonight. That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, so Parker, I am in complete agreement. That's what I kept telling the people I was watching with. I was like, listen, he's giving a he's giving a standard State of the Union. How How much he chooses to embellish the truth is up to him, and he's doing it. So that's about it. All right, well, Parker, what are you drinking, my friend? I'm drinking a Big Jamoke coffee uh, by Marshall. Yeah, good stuff. Good Willem, are you still, you still a fan of the Big Jamoke, Willem? Uh, yeah, I haven't had it in a while, but <clears throat> last Saturday was, was good. There was a time when Willem had at least a Jamoke a week. 
Villain yeah. was the big no. Jamoke. He was actually on the label as the Jamoke. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he sustained that brew for a good three to four months of it existed. <laughs> their startup. Yeah. I love, it's a stout, right? That's a stout? I love stouts. What do you want? Porter. I think that's a coffee porter. Well, oh, fuck. No, it's okay. Porter's too, Porter though. stout, same thing. No, nope, so they're not. It's been a while since he's had one. Yeah, it has been a little while. But he did have a porter at uh, Air, Rustic Heirloom Ales. I saw that. It was quite nice. So, Brian. Yes. Um, I know the Super Bowl is coming up. I've heard. Right? And I know Willem has some very uh, pointed beliefs in how poorly he wishes that the Patriots should perform on Sunday. But... I felt like this is a good time to discuss what what's like we don't necessarily people don't necessarily have like Thanksgiving Super Bowl traditions, right? It's not to that level. But what's everybody's kind of like not favorite Super Bowl experience, but ones that you're like, "Hey, that was a really good time that you recall." Um and I I mean, I could start us off. I'd say last year, right, being that I was a Patriots fan, Acting like uh, that shit changed. <laughs> Last year was great, but more importantly, like it was one of the first years that I did a Super Bowl party, and I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't; it's not a massive party. It's just you invite a couple people over, everybody brings a a dish or whatever. Um, Some hot apps. You got to invite the right people over because you can invite the, key, the wrong right? people, and it makes it a miserable experience. That's the key. You you could invite the dude who's like, I don't like football. Watch this, at home. this is the same thing that's on my TV at home, and I don't like. <laughs> Which is why I don't go to people's Super Bowl parties when they invite me over. <laughs> oh God, man, you sound miserable. <laughs> I find, I don't like watching the Super Bowl, and here's why: because I like watching sporting events by myself. Because like I'll get into sports, but if I'm with other people and they interrupt me with their bullshit. Like I don't like it bums me out. I don't like watching it. I will say the most fun I've ever had watching the Super Bowl was when we were in college, and it was that Super Bowl where the New York Giants won, which sucked, but it was a fun game. It was the game of the old boy cut the football off his helmet mm-hmm. against the Patriots. Against that shit was cool. That was a that was a a good time. It was at a pretty large Super Bowl party on campus there at OSU. It was pretty sweet. Uh, but that was about the last time I had fun watching the Super Bowl. Every other time has been dominated by bullshit advertisement talk, and I don't like him, and he's the worst. And usually those thoughts are in my head because I'm watching Tom Brady throw some shit, and I'm like, I just want him to lose. That's all I want him to do. And then I'm like, why are you hating on him so bad? And then I have to like go see a therapist for a little while and really look at myself and what I'm doing with my life. Super Bowl is just a tumultuous time with me. I don't know. I don't know what else, how else to say it. It's okay, Brian. Jealousy is a real thing. When it's, it's hey, sport. jealousy. I think the Gin Blossoms said it best when they said, hey, hey jealousy. jealousy. Tom Brady and I can drive around this town. Yeah. Let the cops chase us around. Yeah. There you go. Um, dude, but you got to, I mean, you got to give it to the guy, though, right? You got to take your hat off to him. You have to take your hat off to Tom Brady. Maybe several hats. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so here's the question. If if the Tom Brady's win again, he's got to retire, right? 
now because no. drive that thing into the ground. Their quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah, that's true. But what's it to him? Like, go out on a high note. Don't pull a Brett Favre. Okay. I mean, his high note is having six Super Bowls. I don't know that he, he cares about the rest. Is he going like, to try to fill up the other fingers on his hands? Like, yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> I can four more, four more fingers to go. Um. Well, I would have thought he would have bounced out last year after just an epic comeback in Super Bowl history. Does someone have yeah, Does someone that. have their keyboard noise turned onto their phone right now? No. Because I hear some serious typing, or maybe it's, I don't know, some weirdness. Oh, it was me shaking the, sorry. Oh, I was I like, damn, that. someone's typing away quick. No. All I know is we're going to a friend's Super Bowl party this weekend. I will be sporting my Patriots shirt. So nice. What are, What are you taking? Seven layer um, dip and some Bud Select Fifty Five. Yeah, I was about to say the seven layer <laughs> dip. Really. <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna make fourteen layer dip. It's just two of each of the seven layers. Twice as nice. Are you gonna be repeating layers in the fourteen layer dip? Never. Uh, doubling up. This two one's each a- separate guacs separated <laughs> by several different layers. So is is fourteen layer dip? Is that what you take to a party once you exceed the age of thirty? Because twenty five to thirty is definitely seven layer dip. The middle layer, the middle layer is tres leches cake, and then there's a quesadilla <laughs> on top of that. Like <laughs> pull a core sample out of it. It looks like a fucking archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> it's an appetizer, a main, and a dessert all in one chip. Yeah, and the guacamole in the Paleolithic era here. This layer is just burnt cheese. I just burnt a layer of cheese and dropped it in here. And I covered it with nine more layers. <laughs> that's, when, that's when the comet hit this exact spot. <laughs> what is that? That is a layer of salt. And that represents the earth. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. Have you, have you been to the Himalayan salt flats? No, you haven't. Okay, so then that's don't talk. layer 13. <laughs> Yeah, your 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 fourteen layer dip comes with a terraform chart. Like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I'll be taking. I'll probably probably make my uh, buffalo chicken dip. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a tasty. Show up empty-handed and then just ask a bunch of questions. Like, what are we? When, when's dinner? Like, what are we doing for? What's the food sitch looking like today? Dude, okay, so. Sorry to get off topic, but I think we've uh, pretty much hit all 14 jokes about the layered dip there. Um, but, okay, so my, my biggest thing about the Super Bowl parties is... Oh, word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the first time that we've Sorry, never God. run a joke into the ground further than it's already there. Yeah, so I was this is trying to abort we- mission... Fuck, the no. The only joke left Ooh. is we've hit them all. <laughs> we, we've hit the center of the earth, the molten queso that I put in yeah. here as layer one. You're Tom welcome. Did, you know, We're I done. on a high note and moved on. Um, no, okay, my biggest holdup about Super Bowl parties or, or football watching in general with people that you, you know don't always watch with, um, the, 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 the dumb people, the dumb people that make the obvious comments, you know, the, oh, uh, he, he, he should try to get it into the end zone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. You know, those type of comments. The John Maddens of the world. The John Madden, yeah, the obvious, like, the, you just want to hit the mute button and press it at their face. And just be like, you're ruining this for me. 
You right. know, and, and there's like, there's there's an art to it, right? Like, I, I do appreciate the people who have the ability for comedic timing during the, uh, like, weird moments of the game or if things go wrong and there are supporters of that team in the room and they're like, how are you feeling right now? Or whatever. Like, stuff like that can be funny. But, yeah, to your point, it's like when people are just – pretty much oblivious to what's going on 90% of the time. And they go, Oh man, look at him. He, he should probably go to Gronk down here. And you're like, it's the 10 yard line. Of course. That's why he's fucking double teamed. Like, what are you talking about? Super Bowl party is a grouping of people that normally don't watch football throughout the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Or may this may be their first game ever. No, that's true. And this will be even better because there is a, there's a discerned like hatred for both of these teams. Like it's palpable as you go mm-hmm. through society, right? Like everybody hates the Patriots unless you're a fan of the Patriots, but a lot of people also hate the Eagles. So it's going to be, it's, it'll be real interesting to see where people fall. Cause this is, this is definitely like an inter hatred rivalry. It's not, there are not a lot of people who choose to be fans of these teams um, at a general level. For sure. Do you think Gronk will be playing? Oh, dude, Gronk will be playing. Gronk will be playing for sure. And Gronk's out. Honestly, Gronk is going to be the difference in my mind. Mm, Yeah. What about homeboy that made that epic catch? Uh, Oh, no. There's – yeah, there's – why am I drawing a blank on his name here? Well, we got Brandon Cooks. We got Danny Amendola, who's the Amendola. one you're talking about. Yeah. Amendola. Uh, I believe Chris Hogan's back as well. Amendola's so, a Texas boy. Yeah. Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech. So, yeah, no, the, the, listen, the, the crew's going to be there. I think it's going to be a huge Deion Lewis game. You heard it here first. I think it's going to be big Deion Lewis because – I was a huge fan of Leona Lewis's second album. I can't wait uh-huh. to hear her perform. <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, I thought you said I was. Th- I thought you said Leon Russell. Okay. <laughs> no. Huh. Parker, what have you been up to? It's been ages. It has been, man. I don't know, man. I don't remember the last time I was on a cast with Parker. No. It's, uh, I mean, I can go back and look at the archives. Don't but sound too hype about it. I, I can go back and look at the archives, but Frank removed a lot of them last week. I so. think it actually, no, they, yeah, went right. the <laughs> <laughs> they went to the Library of Congress. They were requested as archive okay. footage. Do you oh, think Christ. Do you think for that we could... Podcast. They said, we hey, live on. we're looking for audio from a quote-unquote good podcast. I submitted. They accepted. It's gone. It's been sent. Ooh, we should submit it, uh, some some audio uh, down to that place in New Mexico that transmits the shit out to the aliens. Oh, the SETI project? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just turn around. All right, Brian, turn around. We're not going. We're not. Go- I know we can hear him. We're not going. <laughs> we're in a bad shit. neighborhood. <laughs> this is shit, Brian. I think we're going to get shot when we land. <laughs> No, they're not smart enough to shoot us. <laughs> Doesn't matter how big their guns are. Uh, uh, yeah. So I love you. 
<laughs> usually, usually at this point, we go through and probably uh, either do a beer count. Uh, is anybody drinking anything different? I heard a, I heard a random can open. I assume that was Parker because no one else moved. That's correct. You open a nat- nat- Natty Daddy? We you open up? No, sir. I opened a Tulsa Flag by Dead Armadillo. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, so... At this point, we probably then go around and uh, bitch and complain about things that piss us off. But I want to do something different tonight. Okay. Let's do something that makes Race us... Je- racial Jeopardy? No. We, <laughs> we tried that. We did that. That didn't go well. <laughs> uh, we, I want to I go around and actually just do something like what, what you're into right now. It could be could be podcast. It could be a TV show. could be something you got coming up in your life. In the next couple of days, so I'll I'll kick it off. Uh, I got it's the time of the year where it's uh, just fun for me. Uh, is where I celebrate my birthday. So we've got some friends coming in town. I know. I think Jay is going to come visit in a couple weeks. We're going to take down a five liter keg of Hop Slam. So drinking that's fun. But I'm also going to be seeing a, a buddy, a, a beer buddy that I haven't seen in probably a year, year and a half. Meeting up with him at lunch tomorrow. So it's. It's pretty fun. Just gonna be seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, talking to people I haven't talked to in a long time. And for me, that's kind of cool. Sometimes you lose contact with people that you enjoy hanging out with, and you don't get to see all the time. So for me, that's what's fun. That's what's good in my life. Anybody else have anything? Your birthdays are good. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like it's a, it's an easy meetup time for people. It's it's it happens yeah. the same time every year. You can kind of plan for it. It's nice. Well, we got to make sure that Jay and I sync up our our visits. Well, I think if y'all have it set, if we have it set right, it's alternate alt well, alternating weekends. So ah, it's, okay. It's, it's it's fun. It's fun, and I have enough places for people to stay. So Jay's awesome. not sleeping on an air mattress under a stone cold blanket. He can actually bring his wife if he if she would like to come. <laughs> no, that is insulting. Right. I would like to be there on the same weekend. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes, Philem. Prompts again? I'm sorry. You want a prom? The prompts. What are the questions again? Oh no, just what's good what are in your answering? what's good in your life right now? Whether it's TV show, podcast, music okay. you're listening to, whatever it is. What's what's good, guys? Okay, Parker, go. Okay, goddamn. Um, uh, yeah, there's a show on Netflix called American Vandal. <laughs> Okay, you watching the Dick Show? Dicks everywhere. <laughs> it's stupid. Who did the dicks? So stupid, but so they nailed they nailed the different personalities in high school. Like, <laughs> the jocks and the you know goths and the cheerleaders and the you know. It, it gets I a little just, uh, real, doesn't it? Yeah, toward the end, like I, I guess I'm like, I'm like later in the. Uh, and it kind of has lost a little bit of its steam and funniness, but the first few episodes are pretty clutch. I mean, I was over there laughing my ass off, and my wife's like just shaking her head, like you're watching something about a bunch of dicks oh, so on a car. Okay, so you guys are on on, on the same. I page. feel I feel like yes, they really absolutely. nailed their audience with you, Parker. <laughs> they were like, "Who do oh, I write I this for?" Love that show too, though. Thank you. I'm glad you do. I just completely stumbled upon. I was just like reading, reading, and then I saw in the description it was like about 
dicks being, you know, van- or cars being vandalized <laughs> with dick pictures. And I was like, oh, well, this is right up my alley. <laughs> tell dick jokes on a podcast for a living. You get paid for this? <laughs> oh, shit. Cats out of the bag. I think it was only supposed to be one. Like one season or something. And now they're, you know, they, they people loved it. So oh, they picked them up second. for a nice, nice, nice. Um, so that's my in my viewing yeah. pleasures right now and in my life. What's up? Um, taking my daughter to uh, a daddy daughter dance uh, next weekend. So that's pretty sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's adorable. It oh, it's gonna be. She's gonna be adorable for sure. I'm just gonna be. Are you dressing up? Shit, like usual. Oh yeah, I'll be. I'll be. Flashy. Please, but please go rent a nice tuxedo with a bow tie and a cummerbund. Here, here's a quick question, right? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there is an age at which those things become creepy. What is that age? 17. <laughs> Most certainly not this age. I mean, no, not this age, but it, okay. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm, like, I'm thinking like past 14. <laughs> that's what I think, yeah. I think it's like, tw- like 12 to 14. You're like, what, the, what are you doing? Yeah, I think double digits. We're getting into that questionable yeah. area. <laughs> No, Parker is like probably casting from the toilet right now. <laughs> probably. No. Why does it sound like he's it? He's got his camera off, and it's like kind of got an echo to it. <laughs> it's kind of nice porcelain surround. Dick. <laughs> Dick. Dick. On the toilet. I do think he has a lot of pictures from the toilet throughout the work week, but <laughs> that you do. I assume you live and work in the toilet 100% of the time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'll do. Yeah. He's actually, he, he has a, uh, a pre-recorded track that he, he, he's he got a Bose speaker in there. Bluetooth connects that bitch. Turns it up all the way, so it just sounds like missiles firing the whole day. You know, like, when you open <laughs> like, that door and you hear someone go... You're just like, nope, I'm out. I'll, go <laughs> I'll shit myself. I'll deal with this on my own. That's I'm good. <laughs> I mean, and this someone... is why I don't use public restrooms. It's like, what if you're in there and someone, you know, like taking a shit, like and someone walks in and starts dropping bombs? Like, yeah, you can't get out fast that's, enough. That's that's why you have earbuds in and listen to like a podcast. <laughs> that's true. I do that too. I do that, I do that too. Smell hitsy. Where are the well, earbuds for your smell? No, because your own smell yeah. takes over. Uh, yeah, unless you unless you do the normal thing and do courtesy flushes. So as soon as the brown hits the water, it's flushing. <laughs> no, that's no. Rude. Brian, I, uh, how much trust do you have in humanity? Come on, that I, doesn't happen. I do it. I do it. Courtesy flushes are a thing of the past. Whatever. No, dude, my stank is so hard. I would do them, but I'm telling you, like, 98% of people are like, fuck it. Here's my my issue. I wear ties, and I'm afraid the stank is going to get into the silk, and I'm never going to get that out. It's just going to be... Well, Parker's got the cheat code. The cheat code to public restrooms, headphones. That is the cheat code. Okay, Brian, can I can I talk to the uh, courtesy flush for a second here? Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. A, a bigger thing, I think, whenever the um, flushing power of the toilets was lesser, because now you're still sitting on that sucker and you do a courtesy flush. Some of these new age toilets, you're gonna you're gonna get a bidet, but it ain't gonna be clean water hitting you in your beehole. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Well, oh, you. you. 
You just right. stand up a little bit. Give it, give a little true. hover off the toilet. Even you're fine. If, even if you do a couple inch hover, man, I've had some reach out and touch me as I was like putting my stealth back together. That wasn't the toilet, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ron sitting next to you. <laughs> Let me help you out. Actually, I, I, I worked a uh, bidet into the budget this year at the office. So. Nice. Oh well shit! Done. Are you serious? At the office. <laughs> I hear people dropping bombs. I just turn my bidet on full blast, and I hear that nice peaceful water noise. <laughs> so here's okay, <laughs> mic noise. Can we just talk about the weirdness <laughs> of some individuals? I don't know. Is it the older generation that's doing this, but that have gotten some like so comfortable with their own bowel movements? Okay, it's a three stall bathroom. Imagine this: three stall bathroom. All right, I'm closing my eyes for this. Eyes okay. closed. Okay. One of them is always the handicap. If okay. it's not taken, you take it. Right? Okay? Good deal. I take the handicap. Now there are – and the handicap's always on the far side, right? So you got two empty stalls right next to me, left-hand side, right? Perfect. Son of a gun chooses the one right next to me. Who does that? Who does that? Like, it, it, that is – such a faux pas, right? Um, and then proceeds to uh, what I can only describe as fire nuclear missiles out of his butthole. Um, it's there's a certain level of comfort you have to have with not only public, I don't know, displays of bathroom etiquette, but public discharge. Yeah, I don't. It like. Who who chooses the bathroom or the stall right next to the person? Right, like you know what's going on down there. You find your you, you find yourself that personal family bathroom, and you destroy that some bitch. But you do not go and sit right next to someone. Right, like I mean, as a, as a, as a person with a kid, Brian, when you walk into that family bathroom. You know that thing gets destroyed, but you're not there for the bathroom, really. Unless your kid's getting potty trained, in which case you are. But a lot of a lot of the family bathroom usage is really people changing diapers, right? You would hope. So, yeah, for the most part, for the mo- I mean, I could imagine if you're teaching someone to to use the bathroom potty training, you're you're going to use the family bathroom because you don't want to hold people up. But you need a partner to help part. for whatever reason. Yeah. Ron's okay. gonna Ron's gotta give you a hand down to the toilet and then back up again and That's then right. back down That's and right. then back Actually, up. It's part of it's part of uh, uh, Val's exchange in my <laughs> in my. Uh... It's it looks like it looks like the State of the Union address except for Ron sitting on the toilet and you're sitting up and you're standing up and sitting down on Ron's lap over and over again. And they always have a bidet. They always have. A bidet. It has nothing to do it's with really an erect penis going into the butt. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> regardless. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> are we are we off limits here when we're saying, or am I out of order when I say, if if there's a three staller, right? And I understand any good man has gone to a different floor to do their deed. Okay, any good man. So you know the bathroom configuration if you're in a multi-story building. You know about the hidden bathrooms. You know this stuff, right? It's a three-staller. Someone's obviously in one of the stalls. At the very, very least, you choose the 
opposite stall, right? You leave a you leave a stall buffer. Now, if you're a just a barbaric asshole, you choose the one right next to the person. Or if you've got a lot of stuff going down, you even go into that bathroom, right? If 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 you've got a messed up stomach or you you like you feel it, right? It's real rich, you're ready to go. You find a different floor. You find that secret Dude, bathroom. You no, don't sit what, next to me. <laughs> Frank, what if you don't have time? What if you don't have that kind of time we're talking about here? Then you at least do the stall buffer. At the very least. At the very yeah, least. Yeah, but that's may, that may not even be an option. At some, at some no, point. I'm sorry. Then shit your pants. I don't care. You knew that shit was coming. Fucking no love, Frank. No I don't know. love. What do you th- what? Are you, are you principled about bathroom etiquette other than uh, the, the the courtesy flush there, Parker and Brian? Yeah, right. Villain doesn't use flush. public bathrooms. I try not to use public bathrooms at all. Like, if I've got a oh. shit, like, it's it's going to be... Of course we try not to use public bathrooms, but damn it, there's just some times. I've got a schedule. Yeah, no, I, I have a schedule, <laughs> okay, too. I plan around it being home. Taco Bell for lunch. Schedule goes out the window. I don't Yo, care if you literally... The last time I took a shit in public was after we went to a rest, like this fancy fucking restaurant in New York. It was with Frank and his father-in-law, and I had moo frit, <laughs> uh, which is mussels fries. They're fucking delicious. But I get back to the hotel and literally photo finish to the toilet, and that is the <laughs> last time I took a shit in public. Wait, I was not. Public. I literally. What? Uh, first off, it also it was the W. It was. Yeah. Was it the like, lobby? It was a personal yeah. stall hotel. Yeah. Yeah, and that was still a deal for me. Like oh, okay. just so a dude in there with mints and cologne. For me, that was like ah oh, fuck. Like anyone could walk in here, and then I hate it. I can't stand it. Oh my gosh. So I'll go camping. Hey, so. hey, I'll go camping, and like you know, over a weekend, I won't shit Saturday. Night, like at that all, I not normal. Shit Saturday. That is weird. That that's fine. You have a little on-off switch. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Switch. I do it all. Yeah, I know some people yeah. like that too. Well, I know, I know that, two people dude. like so that. So, villain. I mean, you sound like uh, Shipbreak from uh, American Pie or whatever that movie. <laughs> um, have you never used a porta potty then? Oh, I've yeah, I have. I mean, I've had to. I was in the scouts. I've used latrines. I've. It's you know, you I, if, if it comes down to it, I'll do it. What? Oh, Forty bodies are the most. <laughs> no latrines. Latrines are the most like vile shit. Wait, uh, and Doug latrines? By your den master. Have it like a hole in the ground. No yeah. plumbing whatsoever. Fucking nasty, like, and that's uh, so. uh, Like, when it comes down to it, I'll do it. I'll shit in a hole. Like, if you give me a couple days, (laughs) like, fuck it. Like, I have to. What What am I supposed to do here? But my, I will do. I will go to lengths to avoid doing anything in public. But that's a desperation, right? Like, that's you're willing to degrade yourself. To those levels in a desperate situation, I'm saying we can all provide each other the common decency of not having to sit 
a foot and a half, like we could touch fingers, right? If there wasn't a wall, <laughs> yeah. shit next to each other, like that is such a primitive way to deal with such a common thing. Honestly, you know, the 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 places that deal with it the best are the hotels that build the walls, the fully enclosed thing with a yeah. door. That's how you poop. That's how it goes. And honestly, even in your own bathroom at home, build yourself. <laughs> Build yourself a little room with a ventilation <laughs> fan. Close that door. It's much better. It's much and it gets better. so it hot better. in the summer in there. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, first of all. Uh, no. Well, you leave uh, the door open when you're not in there. It becomes the rest of some the people just ha- Some people just have weird, really weird senses of boundaries. Like, honestly, that's what it comes <laughs> down to. Some people are like a little too comfortable in public. That's what I feel like it is. I don't know. It's just pooping. And you're like, no, it's not just pooping, man. It translates to so many different facets of life. Like, just how close some people will stand to you. And it's like, come on. Like, I feel like we have an unwritten agreement here of like, you know, a foot and a half or so. Like a foot, maybe. Yeah, some I, people are like five, like six inches in line. I'm like, all right, you're getting a little bit <laughs> in the zone there. Well, it's it's yeah, or or I mean, it yes, you're right. It translates to like undefined. You know, in in college, how the seat that you buy in the student section is regulation width, like sixteen inches. Period. Right now, not everybody's 16 inches wide. So, give or take, the average seat is probably, I don't know, 16 inches and a quarter or whatever. But there are people that will comfortably squeeze everybody into a section meant for like five people. They'll squeeze like 10 people in there. And then you're just crammed, uncomfortably so, um, in, in your section. So, it. I mean, it's. I don't know that it's always just boundaries, but it's just common decency. Like, don't take a shit next to me. Don't squeeze up next to me in a general admission event. It's general admission, but there's lots of room. You know, like, find, yeah. find a spot and squat. It's not... I don't know. Yeah, bathrooms get me fired up. Bathrooms are... <laughs> Bathrooms are. Terrible. I feel like we've lost Brian and Parker now. <laughs> I just went yeah, on mute. Bathroom talk. I just went on mute. <clears throat> I mean, I. Oh, you, you all know where I stand on bathrooms. We've yeah. been we've been down this road, this Brian's old the, dirt road. Brian would rather actually have two to a stall. Yeah, He'd double it up. Room. I thought I would waste too much space in a in a building on bathrooms. Just cut it's some actually, holes. It says break down the stall campaign. Yeah, no more walls. Frank, Donald Trump over here trying to build walls everywhere. Build walls for stalls. You can't have enough. Actually, floor-to-ceiling walls in a bathroom are my preference. <laughs> yeah, me? It's just literally cut a hole and then squat over it. Just go to town. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're you're perfectly good with the uh, Japanese-Chinese approach to it. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm down. I'm here for it. Let's make it happen. Oh, yeah, right. I know what you're talking about. Actually. Blow out my butthole trying to shit into a hole. I'm down with this. Let's do it. That's how their public restrooms are set up, dude. Like, it's actually, like, literally a hole. People just squat down. Yeah. Imagine the amount of just junk you see in a society like that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. 
It's a common occurrence. I walk in and there are grown adults squatting <laughs> over a hole, squeezing out big logs. <laughs> I mean, or diarrhea. I always just imagine diarrhea. Or, like, just exactly. spraying the walls. <laughs> but at the My end, is it like this whole sanitation station? <laughs> Anytime you talk about shitting in public, my head immediately goes to diarrhea. <laughs> it's like, that's the only reason you would ever shit in public in my head. It's like, why would you comfortably take a shit in public? And that's... That's really why the whole idea of it is so bad to me. Because it's like, I know that everyone doing this is like in desperate circumstances. You know, and it's unfortunate that that just is not the case. I've had many people go in and the worst, the worst of the worst are the ones that you can hear playing games waiting for the bowel movement to come. I go to the bathroom when it's there, right? Like, it's like, hello, get to a spot. It's time. It's not, yeah, all right. Well, I've got some time for uh, maybe two Candy Crush uh, sessions, and then maybe I'll switch on over to the old uh, block chase, and then we'll finish this off with uh, reading Reddit. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, all right. That's, yeah. Bowel movement. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of bathroom talk, but it's it's warranted. Wake up, America! Stop, stop it! Just stop it, Brian. What's our stop next it. topic? Well, that was. I mean, that was was trying to move us away from the grumpy old men that we've become, and the happiness that has brought this cast talking about shit has really enlightened me to who I surround myself with. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people who are unhappy with life except when they talk about how bitching about shitting <laughs> and their so, shit circumstances they find themselves in. <laughs> so, so can we just remind the cast where we started this topic at? Because it's been a... Yeah, there have been uh, things spoken about that are not related to your original question. Uh, you mean the last 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. No, it's all good. Uh, I've I've moved on in beers. If you guys want to touch on that, no, let's hear it. Drinking hop and sting from uh, Farmer's Branch. I think uh, if my memory serves me correctly, you'll hear another review on it later on this week <laughs> on an episode so that will we, be posted. Are we doing a, a live cast beer tasting? What? Are we doing Are we doing an Instagram beer tasting this week? Uh, I, if my allergies clear up tomorrow, I'll do one okay. and I'll, I'll probably do, I think I may start busting into styles and a little history on styles, but Sweet. yeah. Well, we'll I, uh, I figured out that when you join the no beer left cast, cause I have admin rights to that Instagram account. Um, it actually invites me to cast with you. So maybe one of these times we can do a joint beer review anybody yeah. that's available and we can like, you don't even have to have admin rights i can just straight up invite people uh oh, it's sweet. Cool. Well, that would be fun yeah if we can do a joint beer review i think that would be that'd be pretty cool yeah uh no i i, I, I don't know you, you, you the listeners you tell me uh by reaching out to us on instagram at no beer left cast if there's something that uh beer related that you want to know hit us up 
you can always message us on there as well. I'm pretty active on the Beerstagram world, posting posting photos and whatnot. Yeah, so hold on. Shout out a thousand people. A thousand. Yeah, we have a pretty big announcement, don't we? Probably should have turned that down before I hit that. Jesus Christ. Let's try that again. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have to repair that section of audio. But uh, yeah, so we hit a thousand people on Instagram uh, this week. So I'm pretty stoked about that. My goal was to hit a thousand by our two year anniversary, and I blew it out of the water by 17 days. Two weeks, days. <laughs> two weeks dude. That's it's fucking nuts, seriously. So, yeah, went no. crazy. I'm uh, pretty happy thinking about now uh, celebrating a little bit and doing a, a, a beer giveaway on Instagram. I've just got to do a little research and uh, see what all that entails. Uh, but definitely check out our, our Instagram account and uh, maybe maybe uh, follow along for that uh, giveaway that you may see mid-February. If I want to make sure our listeners... Definitely get it up on that early. So, uh, yeah, no. Let us know uh, if there's something beer related that you want to know about, or shit. If there's some uh, general f- uh, shit topic, literally uh, a defecation topic that you'd like us to cover, mm-hmm. um, we can definitely get in depth into that. Really, especially those. Roll our sleeves up and get dirty. Or if there's, you know, just some random if you think that your 90 year old uncle would uh connect with parker and they have they have similar points of views uh that you'll hear later on this week uh yeah just let us know let us know and also uh don't don't hesitate to rate and review us on itunes that'll definitely help get the good word of no we're left behind out to the masses um yes um I know we're signing off, but I had one more thing. No, no, no problem. I haven't even played. I haven't played. Uh, <clears throat> haven't oh, played okay. Kendrick yet, so we're good. Okay, good deal. Sorry, I, I wasn't sure where this was headed. No, <laughs> it was getting there. So go ahead. <laughs> it sounded very much like a sign off. Well, it's um, also so I, had, before, I had to turn the mic down so I can clear my throat. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fair enough. So before before I had like a, a solid sign off, I have one last topic. Right. So, um, <clears throat> there's a there's a large contingent of social media that's just people like throwing shit out there, um, bots, if you will, claiming that they are something that they aren't. Well, one of the most ironic slash terrible things happened this week in Canada, of all places, that I thought was it's it's pretty funny because the level of just obliviousness that you have to have to put this out there is it's yeah you've got to be pretty dumb so there's a group in halifax that is trying to draw a new canadian football league team to their town right and the canadian football league um as much shit as people give it has been growing rapidly and doing pretty well in canada for quite a long time um and it's it's taken off with the popularity of the NFL and college players like Adarius Bowman is the best wide receiver in the CFL at the moment, um, going over to the CFL and making big careers and earning good money. Um, they don't play when the NFL plays. It's, it's a good deal. So Halifax is trying to draw a team. Halifax is also uh, one of the place – uh, places in Canada where one of the largest maritime disasters in the history of 
at least North America, and I think it might be bigger than that, but it, it, it is one of the largest maritime disasters um, of our time here in, in, in North America, where a, um, a gun, uh, sorry, a munition ship uh, was parked off the coast. It caught fire and eventually exploded at such a force that the entire harbor area of Halifax was wiped out and about 2000 people died um, in Halifax. It's there's, there's Halifax remembrance day. Like it's a big deal in Canada. The CFL expansion organization, right. was still trying to think of a name and some social media Yahoo decided, Oh, we're going to start kind of generating ideas for this name. And they said, one of the ideas was, well, they posted one of the ideas full of like team regalia and all, right? They took a helmet, painted it, put a logo up. The Halifax Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, just cold, cold and unnecessary. Well, they took a page right out of American sports is what they did. Yeah. Hey, we have an entire yeah, group hey, of people on, on that's this. been like repressed for hundreds of years. Yeah, cool. We're going to honor them by doing poorly made caricatures of their faces and then calling our sports franchises them. But hey, well, they're warriors well, out down. on the... Well, who's dead? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, well there's, the a big, the dodo bird. there's a big one that has still not changed because the owner's a big old shitbag out in Washington, D.C., Hold on, hold on. But that's Roger Goodell not pushing him to do anything. <laughs> I think, actually, you're so, right. Listen to our last cast if you want to hear our thoughts on Roger well, Goodell. So it's, it's funny, right? So Wahoo got canned yesterday, right? Roger Goodell got interviewed this morning to ask if he's going to push the, Red si- the, the Redskins owner, Dan Snyder, to get rid of that. And he goes... No, I don't think there's public support for that. You're like, what? Like, what? Uh, there's not a football right. team in Oklahoma, Wyoming, New Mexico, Kansas. Texas doesn't count because they just don't acknowledge that anyone other than white people live here. And yeah. let's see. Kansas, they don't have a football team. Kansas City, they're in Missouri, so that doesn't matter. Well... Maybe we can call them the Washington. That wasn't a missile. That wasn't a plane. It was a missile. Um, DC Chargers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Washington. <laughs> Hold on. Well, let's just call them the Washington Orange Skins and just call it done. Ooh, ooh, I like that. The Washington Tangerines. Oh, I like that. It's like the big orange from Syracuse, except <laughs> with a shitty wig on top. But then we we confuse everybody because their chant is "Oh yeah," <laughs> their chant is just sad, sad, very sad, and that's all it is over and over again. Oh, no, you better have that shit fixed before my dad gets home. <laughs> hey, did you see the guy they picked up? Did you see the guy they picked up in the third round? Yeah, he's a no name dude. I can't believe he came from the island of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Dude, he, he said Puerto Rico tonight in the, the State of the Union. Yeah, he did. He did. He, I I was waiting for it because he talked. Started. He got on like the hurricane relief, whatever, and yeah. people helping people. You know the 
pulling at your heartstring stuff. And so I was, like, I was just waiting for him to be like, and Harvey and Houston and Florida and the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. <laughs> didn't go. He did. He didn't commit. He didn't commit. He just said Puerto Rico. He forgot. Um, he has yeah. a three-second memory. He has no well, idea what's happened. What was hilarious about the whole, like, the Puerto Rico thing tonight was instead of saying Puerto Rico, he said, and Hurricane Harvey, <laughs> he was like, I made a very, very distinct point with the name of the hurricane. So it was it was a terrible storm. Um, it was too funny. The worst storm. No one has seen a storm worse than that. Surprisingly, he didn't sound like a complete fucking basket case tonight. No, he didn't. When he was talking off of a script? Yeah. Well, he was reading. Even at that, you've seen some of it. You know, this isn't the first time that he's had a pre written speech and he just flies off the handle and goes off on worse tangents than we do on this cast. Yeah. I, you obviously yeah. missed that shit talk that w- was going on while you were away from the computer. Um, I guess I must have. But um. uh, Do you guys have anything else uh, to close out this cast? Because I do have a little editing to get rid of that technological faux pas in the middle. No. Uh, yeah, I do. I got something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Please bless us. Okay, two things. What the hell... What the hell is KFC doing with their lives? Get it together, dude. This ad campaign is just, just terrible. <laughs> what, what, uh, what ad campaign? I got. I have some KFC shenanigans to talk to you about. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Kindred KFC spirits. Um, no, the freaking Norm MacDonald, and then now there's like a female – Colonel Sanders and like it's just like dude this is not working just abandon this I mean <laughs> and who the fuck goes to KFC anyways I cannot <laughs> remember the last time I've been to a KFC I'm gonna say it's been a decade uh, like I they just they're about as appealing as Long John Silver's yeah I wanna get some fast food seafood that sounds great <laughs> but yeah uh, so a couple things some some states only have or like mainly have KFC. Like I remember up in Minnesota, even it was pretty much just like if you wanted fried chicken, it was KFC. I don't know of really any other Frank. If you can correct me, but any other fried chicken joint. No, I agree. The beauty that is Church's Chicken or Papa Church's is great. None of that shit's up there. Good. Yeah, you feed a family for five dollars uh, at that spot. That aside, though. So that aside. <laughs> Uh, did you know KFC has, they've been, uh, publishing cocktail recipes using their gravy, <laughs> like cocktail, no. yeah, cocktails you make <laughs> with, like, that... their gravy. Like, Where cocktails like a mixed drink? Like, Villain. say what? Like a mixed drink cocktail, like yeah, yeah, like an alcoholic cocktail, like uh, okay, okay. martini or whatever. I don't know. Okay, I'm thinking like I, okay, but they're gravy? I would try it. There's no, there's I, there are a couple other ingredients that sounded very like upsetting, but I would try I would try a gravy something. Ooh, or how about a, uh, a six month old fryer grease and coke? 
Mm. <laughs> now, I don't know. Just KFC sucks. And you gotta you gotta fucking take a second mortgage out on your house to afford one of those buckets anymore now. I think they're like twenty nine dollars. So okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I just I just watched. It's like a thing in Great Britain, and motherfucker just made a bloody Mary with gravy in it. Sounds great, actually. And then added. Fried no. chicken, like three nuggets, oh, and he put oh, that yes. instead of the olives. Uh, oh, I might try that this weekend. I'll be, I'll be straight honest. That might be something to try at the Super Bowl party. All right, you Brian, better take have somebody there to freaking perform the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> Brian, take a second. I'm gonna try this. Shooting, shooting the freaking shot of chicken nuggets. That does not sound safe. No, they're they're the olives. You eat them. Do you shoot the olives and um, bloody Mary? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. But but whenever you put the chicken in there, then the breading gets all soggy and it falls off, and now you just got this naked piece of chicken nugget. Well, you know, I think it's more for dipping than actually like <laughs> dipping in like a swimming pool. <laughs> the logistics are lost on Parker here. <laughs> I don't think we're, I don't think we're gonna connecting. Throw the nuggets in there until you're done drinking. Nope, nope, nope. I'm gonna eat those first. Parker views. Bottle. Parker views his Bloody Mary as a big ass bowl of barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like it All right, uh, I'm gonna play the music because I'm fucking going to bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've had a blast here tonight. I'm uh, obviously not feeling well, so I'm gonna move on. I'm sorry. Uh, if you'd like any of our other shenanigans, be sure to check us out each and every week here on Nobody Left Behind. Be sure to uh, tell friends, family, coworkers, loved ones, hospice patients, uh, newborns, toddlers, random people you see walking down the street. Yell that out. Nobody Left Behind. <clears throat> Live that lifestyle. I think people will respect you more if you just walk up off uh, someone's table at a bar. And there's a half-empty beer, and you just finish it, and you scream at them while looking them dead in the eyes. Nobody left behind. I think that is something we can get going here in America. Okay? And uh, probably some bar fights too. So, with that, to be sure to reach out to us on social media Facebook.com backslash Nobody Left Behind, Twitter and Instagram at Nobody Left Cast. And uh, be sure to subscribe to us. You probably already are if you're getting to this point in the podcast, but tell some friends. Grab their phone, subscribe to Nobody Left Behind. Leave us a little rate and review for the person that left us a one-star rating on, on iTunes. I fucking know who you are. I know who you just are. Just reach out, dude. Just reach out. Yeah, just... Just if you have hate in your heart this evening, I just want you to reach out to us and, and just speak to us. Speak speak kindness into our beings and our souls. And, eh, maybe we'll save you. Or maybe we'll just get a lot more reviews and uh, make that one-star review go away. Right, fam? All right, so for Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I'm out. If you have a hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> hey, all right, all I know is KFC, you better to get it together, or else you're going to turn into the next Jason And Popeyes Penny's. are, they're great. Okay. Well, Popeyes is second to churches. Uh, anyhow, also, do you guys remember how kick-ass 10-disc CD changers were back in the day? I mean, that was... The- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, something to have in your Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, oftentimes they'd be in the trunk. Yeah. Like, you'd get back there and, like, change them all up. 
<laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta change the CD. Wait, wait, wait. We're changing like, uh, CDs way too often. Let me pop the trunk and park. Uh, we can TLC disc eight or disc nine. I never can remember that. <laughs> I can't. Let's just, let's just uh, go through it. <laughs> yeah. So just think about how awesome that was. Um, for Parker in far, far northwest Puerto Rico. I'm out. Did you say you're out? Yeah, I'm out. Alright, Parker's here. out. Uh, follow us on Instagram at NoBeerLeftCast. We're now in the four-digit follower club. So, thank you, Brian. Mask off can play all night, as far as I'm concerned. It sounds like it's looping pretty well. Villain <laughs> uh, in Tulsa later. For Frank... In uh, far, far southeast, Kinshasa Zahir, <laughs> I will definitely be uh, having the gravy cocktails this weekend. Um, I believe there you buy gravy go. just on their own. Um, it, they actually look pretty awesome. So I'm going to be trying that. Uh, get your life straight. Um, just, yeah, I haven't said this enough. Fuck Donald Trump. He's an asshole. Have a great weekend, week. Whatever your life is about, be about it. I'm out. <laughs>